weird. I got to remember the cameras in front of me now. Yeah, we're but yeah, that's you it's, don't try and make like eye contact. You know, it's the thing about like these live streams is is like I feel like I'm talking to the audience, and then I feel like I'm talking to you. But you're looking at the camera, <laughs> the, the barrel of the camera. Looking at the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean? And then every time I look at the screen, I'm like, I'm looking down, but like you're up there, but you're not down here, and they're like, I don't know. Or, or you can you can still see like uh, someone else shared a photo of their like great aunt on uh-huh. social media, a friend of mine, and it's like, oh, you were both trying to make eye contact with yourselves on the phone screen because <laughs> neither of them are looking at the camera. Hey, everybody, welcome to a special episode of the best of our week. We're going a little early, uh, seven p.m. ish. We kind of uh, got started a little very much than we wanted to. Yeah, ten but, p.m. here in. Uh... We're doing it yeah. coast to coast, actually. We're doing a coast to coast show. Yeah, we we We're are it on we, the road. In between us is basically every other American uh, in, in North America. So basically, uh, we we represent the entire entire spectrum of the population of North well, America. Welcome to the club. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, hope you guys are doing well. <laughs> <laughs> hope you guys have been keeping it uh, keeping it real with us on this roller coaster that but, is called tech. Uh, if you might you might have noticed if you're watching the live stream or even if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, TK might look and sound a little different because he is on location yes. with our incredible travel budget here on the Best of Our Week podcast. Um, we've sent TK out to go cover the news. I, I've been ruining the travel budget. There's just no budget left for anybody else. Every I never time I those. go, so like, yeah, we got to talk to our buddies over at Yolanzi to hook us up with a little bit of uh, good stuff. Right. Yeah, the Photo Pro. Been using the mount, as you it's know. It's good, right? Got it recommended by my buddy, and I bought it right away. You know, um, that 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 tripod is rocking my socks. I, we don't need to do a third episode of the podcast talking about how great that <laughs> tripod is. But if you go back and catch our last two. You'll, Let me you'll see. see what we Let mean. me see. Well, maybe um, a little bit of diffusing on on that light will help a little bit because I am but, glowing. Okay, this is oh, a little no, better. you're. I mean, but and and also you're brightly lit because you're glowing over how much amazing news you've been able to cover out on location because you've got the full scoop. You're going to be doing all the heavy lifting for this week's episode. I'm going to be just going like, "Wow, that sounds awesome." Maybe I should um, get because some water. you've been playing with <laughs> yeah, some yeah. fancy new Motorola's, dude. Motorola, like, um, if there was a floodgate to be opened, it, it, it's. I'll be honest with you guys. Okay, so the the cat's out of the bag. Obviously, you, you saw the news. The Motor Razor, the Motor Razor. So there's there's two devices that were announced, right? Th- this is what you need to explain to me because I caught like one video and I was like, wait a minute, are there like four different phones launching? Because so, the naming convention is a little typically unusual. yeah. So typically that's what happens, right? So typically what will happen is Moto releases a device and every market gets a special flavor of it. The reason I say this, uh, our buddy Germain, concept creator, so he just got the Razor Edge Forty. Which essentially is the same phone, but slightly different variation on the specification. So in the European market, their charging speed is faster. But for the rest of the actual overall experience and look, it looks exactly the same. This is the Moto Edge Plus 2023. So um, back in Chicago, when we had an opportunity to go sit down and talk to Moto, they teased us. They teased us about what's coming up, and that essentially is like what we heard now. There is two versions, two SKUs for this phone. And it is just called different, but it's the exact same phone across all markets. It's the Motor Razor, just Razor. Sorry, the Motorola Razor. And then there's the Motorola Razor Plus. That's the U.S. version. In Europe mm-hmm. and outside in other countries, it's called the Motor Razor 40, 40, 
and that's the standard model, and the Motor Razor 40 Ultra, which is the plus in our market. So that's there's so, really just two phones. But four different names to describe two different phones. And at some point, I really wish they would just pick a name and make it I feel the like international they, yeah, name. And, yeah, like stick to – I don't know why there, was, there needs to be the 40 number. I don't know. I, and it, it just – it's pure – I'm going to say it's pure ignorance on my side. I'm assuming there is some type of a, a lineage that they continue with the numbering. Oh, there. yeah. No, I mean, it's, they their, the 30 it's before. international generational. I mean, from Moto 30 to Moto 40. I think you run into trouble because now you know you can only really have 10 models of phone before you need to rename it anyway. Because no one ever, mm-hmm. you, like, you make it to, like, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90... Okay, well, we've got to pick a new name. We don't want to do 100 because we've already done hundreds for cheaper phones. So <laughs> it's so frustrating. And they may end up reaching that number name. at some point. And I, but the thing about oh, it, will. I was surprised. We didn't find out the. I'm freezing? Or am I still working? <laughs> no, no, you're still Am I, am I still part of Yeah. Okay, I just realized I had some of my dinner still showing up. Um, Delicious. The, um, the surprising part that is, this was a global launch. It wasn't a staggered launch. Everybody... It was launching at the same time everywhere, although actually from what I heard is in Europe, you're able to buy it today. Like it's available oh, to wow. purchase. The, the, the 40 and the 40 Ultra are available to purchase. And the so unfortunately, I'll say this. I wanted to I was hoping to bring a unit back with me. I don't have a unit. This is the <laughs> one of the only limitations. Um, so this is the Razer Plus, their flagship, uh, as, as they would say, uh, when it comes down to as uh, a foldable technology that they have. They don't have a fold. They have a flip. And we've had razors in the past. The last razor we had was a Verizon exclusive. And from what I understand, that this is not going to be, it's going to be an unlocked. And some carriers will carry it. There's no ultra wideband availability on this. This is purely sub-6 and mid-band. So mid-band and, well, and, and, and low-band and 5G. Just to describe what we're, what we're looking at and what we're talking about, the yeah. Moto razors are continuing on in the tradition of the original Moto Razor being a flip phone. Yeah, yeah. So this is a Z Flip style foldable phone. Very much so. Yeah, we lost it, it the, looks the like, design changed quite a bit. It, it literally yeah. looks like a Z Flip cousin almost. I just I just want to point this out that in their stock photo, the, there's this person with fingernails holding the razor, and those are filthy fingernails. Um, whoever is responsible at Motorola for doing those press photos, yes. uh, they need to have a conversation with their photographer and their models because that's ghastly because yeah. it looks like dirty fingernail and then also maybe a bit of a fungal infection. And that's <laughs> not exactly what you want to show off the new Razer. So I'm very disappointed in that. But the phone itself looks pretty cool. Okay, now um, that so you mentioned it, it being, that other nail uh, at the top right, too, that's about the same boat. Yeah, sorry. That's pre- see, it's pretty gross. So you know yeah. what this might have been? I think this might have been glitter. But it's also just really ganky looking when you, like, compress the photo and you edit the photo and you put it up on a website. So yeah. um, this is a 6.9-inch... Um, what is the... 165 yeah, but what's hertz. the aspect ratio? Because it looks really cinema wide. Like it looks uh, really skinny. It's. I want to say it's 21 by nine. It's not 21. It's 20 by nine. But I can pull up. The so it's, I mean, it's close to like a like an Xperia, but it's not quite as it's, skinny. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. it's very much like a, a seriously. It's very much like a, a flip um, when it comes down to the the form factor. Like you really would definitely think it's a flip. There's no question about sure. that. But let me hold on. I have the. Uh, so <laughs> I happen to have the spec sheet. Yeah. 
Yeah, you, you dig that up. I'm looking at the website. So 165 mm-hmm. hertz uh, refresh rate display, HDR10+. Um, it's got a very, uh, what do they call this? A creaseless mm-hmm. screen. So it's got a almost. very aggressive sort of like almost needle threading the eye of a needle kind exactly. of internal housing to prevent the crease from looking too distinct. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's got a really large uh, external screens for when you've got it folded in half. So that's so the, I, I've yeah, always so that's got the to ask. Three uh, point display on the outside. That that's what I, we've I've got always got to ask because I feel mm-hmm. like the Z Flip and it's one a of the twenty-two by nine. By the way, oh, sorry about that. Yeah, found it, it. Wow. Okay, so it, it is skinnier than yeah. um, than an Xperia. So one of the things I've I've always appreciated on the Z Flip, and I kind of wish we would play with this idea a little more directly, is something like a foldable phone to me. Mm-hmm. is more like a pocket smartwatch. You know, you have a, a watch that you wear on a wrist, and then you have a pocket watch that sits yeah. in your pocket. You pull it out, and you check the time. Having that little ticker display is a shortcut. Yeah. You really have to think, do I want to open my phone to deal with this notification that I just got? But you yeah, have yeah, the yeah. quick at-a-glance screen. What was your experience kind of messing around with that, with the new, so, uh, the new displays and the new features for, the, for that outside screen? So specifically speaking, to, to, because you're you're pushing on that one, I feel like the biggest thing that I that will come out you know, at you this is two things. It's a very big departure from what we've seen before with other razors from Motorola. The big thing that we have here is that the, there's a version that has a much bigger display. It's almost the entire back of the phone, uh, or at least the top half of the phone. And the beautiful thing about it is it's running, although I'm not sure what we could use it for, but it's running at 144 hertz because if, in case you ever <laughs> want to do get into that whole, you know, UFO test. Um, <laughs> I appreciate Moto's approach to, and, and excuse my French, you could just do, you know, like, like F it, just do whatever you want kind of a thing. This is very much what Moto's bringing into this experience, which is why I'm so excited about it. The external display on the Razer Plus. So there's basically the Plus and the standard. The standard is very much a ticker display. It's, it is an else. It is a, a small, like I think it was like a 1.6 inch. It's almost like a, um, a fitness tracker size display sitting on the back, and mm-hmm. you're able to s- scroll through, you know, like you know, music player, uh, a little bit of calendar information, notification, very simple things, and that one runs basically just obviously at 60 hertz, very small, tiny display. But the Razer Plus, every app on your phone can run on that display. Every app. There's a a keyboard in there, an actual keyboard you could use. You can extend the display to be either slightly, like in the image that you see there on the on the left for for our for our listeners on the audio, we have a a picture of the uh, of the uh, the plus model facing facing Uh, us forward. I looked up the software and it doesn't even have like flex mode, Um, (laughs) so it's not as gooder as another foldable that does have flex mode. It has it has ready for baby. That other flip has nothing on that. It has ready for. Well, it's wireless no, no, ready for, but it has ready for. I, so I just want to. I just. I just want to throw out the facetious joke because. Yeah, yeah. That's just a name for being able to use your phone when it's bent in half, right? It's like saying, <laughs> Androids can't share files with AirDrop, and you're like, Yeah, we've got every other wireless sharing protocol that we'd want to use. Yeah, that's no, just no, a do. name for mm-hmm. sending files wirelessly, and to me. I feel like what Moto is doing here is trying to blur the lines between needing a dedicated mode to interact with a function on your phone when the when the hinge is bent partially yeah. to then just saying anything you want to do on the phone in this form factor you can do on the phone 
from the front screen or from the inside screen. That's that's the big and, and I was talking to one of their executives and, and he actually did a week long test of using only the external display, not once opening it up. Nice. So it is it, it is absolutely like the, the the things that I feel like what they're doing here and what they're bringing in. This is obviously a competition for in the US market, at least it's a direct competition for the Z Flip 4. We don't have the Z Flip 5 yet. We don't have the specification. There's rumors going on that it will be another big, large display. But the fact that Moto came in with this at 1000 still hitting the price point that we've seen in the past, mm-hmm. but also giving an option that is cheaper. Now, the weird thing is they didn't officially launch the smaller Razer. It, they just kind of teased us. And there was, like, in the hands-on experience, we got to see both devices. But the, tonight, like, I just literally came from the official launch of the event, uh, the launch event of the device, where they mm-hmm. had a, a little bit of a celebration. Literally, like all the devices there were the Razer Pluses, and there was like one regular Razer sitting on the table. But the the answer to that is, Moto's approach to the external display is to basically give us full functionality of the phone, and that's what the Plus is giving us. That's where I feel like even the Z Flip, even in the Z Flip Five, I'm pretty sure even if Samsung does go full screen on the back, and I'm pretty sure they will. They're not going to let you run every app you want on the display. They're going to control how that experience is going to be. And you're going to have a handful of functional apps and maybe a handful of widgets. Moda said just do whatever you want. You want to shoot 4K60 on the external display while you're you're walking around? Go for it. You want to shoot one-by-one video out of it? You want to take pictures? Go for it. Um, They have a photo booth function where you're able to basically set it down and just start taking multiple shots and stuff like that. Go for it. The horizon lock, all those little features they put in. And I feel like that's why I'm excited about that. And it, it runs very smooth. Um, I'm surprised how Moto can do Android 13 with 8 gigs of RAM without any stuttering. Like the UI is very buttery. You know, it's really I, nice. I, I, I feel like there are companies that handle this well, and there are companies that I feel more inefficiently lean on having more RAM. Mm-hmm. But like from my Moto Edge Plus, it's only got 8 gigs of RAM and handles not only Android um, I saw so 12. many of the the 2022 edition. By the way, I saw the yeah. white one and I saw the the, the bluish color one. Uh, none of them had the case with it, but it was exciting to see. Like obviously at a Moto event, people walking around with Motos. You know what I mean? Like and not yeah. just all the sea of iPhones. Yeah, my like, SIM they, card they, is back in in the 2022 because yeah. Marie has my Xperia One Mark IV right now to take that for a test drive. Good. And good job, Marie. Marie, if you're listening, really just don't give it back. Phone. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. She, she's, she's very, um, I, I, she's pretty set. She doesn't like how big the Xperia One Mark Five. Oh, yeah, is. no, no. Of course, but, yeah, the, I think but the five, from using as you said, it, yeah. She's even more excited about a potential Xperia Five Mark Five. Yeah. So that to her is now like that's going to be the through line, and and hopefully I can get my one Mark Four back when she gets her five Mark Five. But <laughs> I, I don't want to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't, well, I don't, let's I don't, not turn it into an Xperia. I saw get, quite get a few Xperia One Mark Fives. Our friends, uh, our friends are getting their round no. of uh, testing it. So yeah, that, I've, I saw some Sony at a motor event. So I'll say that much. Yeah, I, I mean, fun. again, it, it's a it's a phone to. Re- I mean, I've got a. Sorry, I'll tease it right now. It, it's already live on the Patreon. I don't know if it's going to go live tomorrow, but I I, I guess I'm going to be doing like a yearly thermal throttle test. Because um, I did it last year with a bunch of phone cameras, and I'm doing it again this year. So that video is already available on the Patreon. Uh, but it's the Xperia 1 Mark IV, Xperia 1 Mark V, Xiaomi 12S Ultra, Xiaomi 13 Ultra, nice. Vivo X90 Pro, and uh, a Pixel 7 sink. Pro. 
Oh, so I've well, got okay. an eight Gen One, an eight plus Gen One, a Dimensity ninety two hundred, an eight Gen Two, and a Tensor Two. And all tensor walk two. into a bar, and the bartender <laughs> says, "Hey, why the long face?" Well, face. And then exactly. you're like, "Oh no, that's a horse joke." See, yeah, see yeah. how that no, no. that's it's like good <laughs> YouTubing right there. But um, that's that's the quality, man. That's the level we do. I, 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 I walked out of a party because I didn't really enjoy the music as much as I thought I was going to enjoy. Um, oh, I, no. I told everybody, I said, I wish it was a trance, you know, club type of style. But you know, I'll say the the overall the overall sentiment of everybody that I've seen is excitement for what Moto is doing. We have yeah. final competition. I mean, this is something that I've been wanting to see since TCL teased us with. Um, Chicago a few years back you know what I mean like they showed us the capabilities of what they can do now Moto did depart from the the iconic Razor look and that was primarily to be able to fit the larger display and to keep the the, the body symmetrical but they kept some of the essence of what you know Moto you know the twist uh, the double twist uh, the, the, sh- the, the shake to be able yeah. to turn on the camera and I think through and through like and, and I think you've said it many times. I love the fact that they just let you do what you want to do. You know, um, they they just like you know have at it. Uh, the choice of SOC that we got here is also I feel like the right combination. They went a, a plus Gen one and they went uh, seven plus sorry seven Gen one on you know between the plus and the standard model. Uh, the standard model is actually pretty exciting for for most of us because if the plus is a thousand dollars, you know mm-hmm. the standard is going to be substantially lower. The display yeah. is way smaller. The battery is actually bigger because you're not having to put that big of a display on it, and you're running with a seven plus, sorry, with a seven Gen One, which means your battery life is going to be crazy. So you you really have to kind of look and appreciate what they're doing, and then do, internally, do, do we know is it the seven Gen or is it the seven plus? Gen? It's the seven Gen. It's both of them are using, uh, for the lack of a better word, uh, 2022 SOCs. So eight okay. plus Gen one on the high end. So not, and not seven quite Gen. Quite as exciting as because that seven, the seven plus Gen two, is an extremely disruptive. Dude, the seven SOC plus Gen two is an, It's literally like an eight Gen one on a budget. Like seriously, well, it, it's a but baller. With, but just so much better again without the Samsung problems. Oh no no no! Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. With, with all of the, with, the power with, management. With, yeah, exactly. TSMC. Yeah. It, I think so. Um, I'll be honest, and and I did actually pose that question. I even asked both Motorola and I asked Qualcomm. Qualcomm's approach to it was primarily just obviously methodical in the sense of you know development product cycles. Yeah. They probably were developing this back when the seven Gen one was around, and that's why they chose to go with that SOC. Not necessarily sure. that it, they were they wouldn't have it, and I feel like to a certain point that's possible. Motorola's approach, um, in many way of saying it, essentially is it pretty much comes down to price. Yeah, they're trying to bring down the price. We know that the hinge is the most expensive piece in here. Next mm-hmm. to that would be the display. It's 144. The original mm-hmm. Moto Razor launched with the Snapdragon 765. It, right. That's what it, it is. Yeah, like it was a, a seven series yeah. processor, and a lot of people gave it flack. It wasn't even a 1080p display at the time. It was like a 720 something. The, the aspect ratio was was funky, so a lot of people gave them flack. Now they they did it proper. It's a 1080p 144 hertz display, again faster than some of the other options on the market. You know, flip flip flip, um, and it it is combined with a larger battery, a good decent SoC. The seven Gen One is no slouch. It's a seven series. It's the it's a proper uh, follow up to the seven eighty eight, but the seven plus Gen Two is a different. It's almost like a different. It's in a different house. So yeah, 
what we know now, the, the Razer Plus will be available very soon. The color that we're seeing on the display right now is the magenta color. This is going to be a T-Mobile exclusive, if I understand it correctly. It's also with uh, on Motorola's website. It will be the vegan leather option. The other two yeah, colors, Michael, the black and blue, sorry. My, Michael Peppertech was saying that T-Mobile's already done their own unboxing video for <laughs> I ran into Dez. Uh, I ran into Dez from oh, T-Mobile at the party. He's such a nice guy. He, absolutely, absolutely. We were talking, we were chit-chatting, and, and I, like, I bugged him because I um, actually posted a picture of him playing with his Razer, but he didn't bring the magenta one. He was like, oh, man, I was supposed to switch my SIM, la 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 didn't happen. <laughs> so he's walking around with the black color one. It, yeah, T-Mobile definitely is the right – I feel like it's, it's the company that you want to buy – you want to experiment. You want to get the technology, the latest bleeding yeah. edge. They, they always do it right. And Dez is literally one of the best people. So, yeah, um, I saw him, got a chance to hang out with him for like a few minutes. We talked, obviously, tech, as you'd expect. Uh, and I snapped a picture of him holding his phone. So, I like, I wanted to, you know, kind of like share share some of his uh, wisdom there. So, but it's, it's nice. Um, it, it's light. There, there was no accessories, like firsthand accessories that I got a chance to see. But like I said, the biggest thing that I saw that I was really happy about we have ready for. It's not wired. It's mm-hmm. wireless, so there is no video out um, on the USB C. But you know what? Samsung's never given us anything close to that on, as far as DeX when it comes on to the flip. Yeah, yeah. On the flip, the flip has always been tra- it, uh, treated as the you know social influencer. They're non techie. Motors like no. Let me show you how to do it. So yeah, th- this was the exciting part. The wireless ready for was the big thing for me, especially since we have the next stock. We can do wireless on that, and it becomes mm-hmm. a laptop. You know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. It, it's, it, it's interesting because we keep getting these little baby steps where, oh, I've got an option where mm-hmm. this is going to work. Or, oh, I could do this. Um, and be like, uh, I know because you, you've done some, some work with the brand too, but um, and Real has just shifted to Xreal. And today oh. they launched their little wireless adapter thing so that you can use Officially. the Xreal uh, AR glasses wirelessly. Or you can use it through a different kind of like battery-powered interface for other devices that don't properly power out through HDMI or whatever. And and it's like, again, we keep having to play those games. Like, yeah. it's kind of silly we need a product like that. Or it's kind of silly, like, I need a special laptop dock that does Miracast wireless signal just so I can connect my phone to a screen. But, I mean, at least we do have the option. But to me, it's always kind of crazy, like... Our phones should be able to just do this. <laughs> we I, I feel like we need to jump through. When we call it the device, okay. So my thing is the word. Whenever you slap the label flagship, the term flagship shouldn't should should embody the best that you're able to offer. It's not the best with a special tailored experience because that's what you're able to hit. I right. feel like there is still some, uh, like I mean seriously, even even the the N2 the even the N2 flip from Oppo doesn't have video out. Yeah. It's something that's purposely designed. They're looking at it and they're like, look, mm-hmm. people that want to use this are not going to be really looking to plug in it into anything else. The wireless functionality, I feel like, is the right thing. I don't have a way of I – I could not verify how much of the Ready 4 functions were available because they didn't comment on if it's full Ready 4 or is it just – you know what I mean? Like they, we've seen different, um, I want to say, tiers well, of Ready, Ready 4. And, and Ready 4 just got another major update on the Google Play Store. So they added a lot of PC side functionality too. <laughs> I so um, I got an update. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, I just got an update yesterday to uh, month. Oh man, sixty four update. Dang man, I got to update my stuff earlier. Okay, gotta, you got to like you got to keep up, man. You're you're starting to slip. Well, I mean, I, so I got a system update yesterday from Moto. They did push one up for for the Moto Edge. Um, mm-hmm. It it 
It's been fun using the edge. It's been fun walking around and, and seeing the capabilities. Actually, surprisingly low light performance on the on the Edge Plus 2023 is actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. We were in very much a Cirque du Soleil type of an experience where everyone was basically, you know, beaming lights, very fluorescent mm-hmm. colors, coming at you from different direction. And it actually did pretty decent. I posted a, a quick pan shot of uh, the, the event as we were starting at the beginning, like around 6.30 or so. Um, it's exciting. It's nice. It's going to be available in carriers. I think the price point is compelling. I think the fact that we will have at some point, and they did say it is coming to the U.S., the more affordable version of it is something that essentially, because as a company, Motorola is able to back the the functions, right? If something happens, warranty, service, whatever, they have the architects, they have the infrastructure to be able to support it, and that's what's going to make things more affordable for us in the next year. So this is really kind of a weird way of saying this. I'm excited about what we're getting now, but I'm excited for what this is going to do next year or the year after well, that. And, and also, I think this is this is kind of this is tricky territory for Qualcomm because mm-hmm. we went through two years, or like really a year and a half, of some extremely high performance but very finicky and difficult to tame SOCs at the at the at the high end. We went from yeah. the A88, which made me a little anxious, mm-hmm. and then we went crazy with the eight Gen One, um, and and really not. Not as consistent a performer. Yeah. But everything following, you know, once we went back to TSMC, once we dumped all those terrible Samsung uh, fabbed chips, the uh, I feel like Qualcomm is going to have a, a, a difficult time convincing partners that they always need to be on the bleeding edge of their foundry, uh, mm-hmm. of their chip design. Because an 8 Plus Gen 1 is a monster performer, which is ludicrous overkill for the way that we sell phones yeah. you can like look at your apps and play a couple games like genshin impact and you can take a photo and shoot some video and share some video isn't that neat yeah we've been able to do that really well without any serious issues since the snapdragon 855 are you sure though You're... are you sure that that's, that is the 765 even able to boot android at this point i mean I, come on you know, I mean, you just said 765, and I kind of threw up in my mouth a little bit. So, I, that's exactly how I feel like, man. We need know. to kind of keep it up, man. You know, but, Twitter but needs is, a lot is, of resources. You know what I mean? And Instagram. Is, oh, my God. Well, I mean, just, just, just trying to digitally picks are not gonna Elon Musk's uh, ego yeah, requires yeah. so much more processing power than You need phones, 8 gigs of RAM for Elon and, like, 4 gigs just, for the just, rest of the UI. Just for his tweets alone. Yeah. Um, the, uh, but but this, is, this is, I think, the, the Razer Plus is demonstrating something that I think is going to be a, a more difficult conversation moving forward. Yeah. Techies talk about average consumers as being knuckle-draggingly, mouth-breathingly illiterate people. I mean, the, it is the lowest tier of expected use, the way that we review phones. Mm-hmm. And you have not needed anything more than a Snapdragon 625 to cover that level of use. I mean, I can pull the original Huawei Nova out of my bookshelf right now, and it shoots for good 4K video. Yeah, it's got a great camera on it. It gets excellent battery life. That phone could still handle daily driver average consumer, consumer. use today. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm so, so the Razer Plus, I think, is this interesting conversation in, like, we're trying not to raise the prices too high. The 8 Plus Gen 1 delivers a stunning level of performance that is grotesque overkill for what that phone's battery 
is going to be able to accomplish. So that's the, I, I think, the thing, I think yeah. we're going to see... Oh, sorry. Sorry, let me just say. I think we're going to yeah, see yeah. more and more players looking at Qualcomm's last year offerings. When the 8 Gen 3 comes out, I bet you there's going to be a ZTE, a Motorola, some mm-hmm. of these other players in the space that are like, well, now I can get my hands on that 8 Gen 2. <laughs> and I think it's going to be a, a purposely built market that staggers um, from year to year. Yeah, no, and, and it, literally, I was it was exactly the words I was talking to to the Qualcomm PR team. I was excited to to see the the fact that the the Snapdragon chip or the Snapdragon Snapdragon as an SOC is represented even in current years in many different flavors. I told them how basically I was really really happy to see how long the 870 was surviving because it's yeah. so many companies were still using it like a year after it was even supposedly coming out. The I mean, phones the, were still launching last year with, with the, the 870. Yeah, no, exactly. The 865 yeah. plus 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 has had so many pluses. It's like iconic at this point. It's almost like the HCC HD2, the phone that never dies. And yep. the, the exciting part that I see here is for us, this is – okay, so I'll say this. For us, this is super exciting because we understand what we're getting. We understand the mechanics. We understand the differences between an 8 Gen 1 or an 8 Plus Gen 1 and then the fact that the 8 Gen 2 – to an 8 plus Gen 1 are so close, you wouldn't notice it. You would not, seriously, the performance difference between those two is so small in, in retrospect by comparison to, let's say, earlier generations that I feel like they did the right move. The 7 Gen 1 mm-hmm. for the, the mid-range version of it, or the lower, I'm not going to say the lower, the, 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 the mid-range, I mean, essentially, it's the mid-range version of the Razer is also a tactical approach to provide you a mid-range experience. It's going to be closer, a little bit more improved over some what we've seen before, but it's very much a sister companion conversation internally. The software, the UI, uh, same eight gigs of RAM, the, everything runs the same. The UI, you're not going to get a crypt um, like a watered down experience software wise. It mm-hmm. doesn't hit 165, but I don't think anything runs at 165 anyways. Realistically, maybe 120 at the most in most you know decent yeah. games. So at the end. The Razer Plus does gain the external display, but it's at the price of a battery bump. We have a 3,800 milliampere as opposed to a 4,300 milliampere on the, on the smaller version. So think of it of how for content consumption, you know, the, the, the base model is definitely looking really, really, really appealing to me. For, for content consumption alone, even if you open the display all the time, you're still going to save on the battery and it'll last you even longer. That's really the, like, we don't get that. Samsung's not going to release two flips. They're going to release a fold and a flip, and it'll be literally one that's going to be around a thousand or whatever, if they decide to stay at the same price. Yeah, and and I I feel like uh, it's another part of the conversation that techies have been really bad about because mm-hmm. whenever a product fails, you can find you can find it on a fire sale. So yeah. the original Moto Razor that got some significant price cuts. The uh, the LG Wing. That got yeah. some significant price cuts. But the I second you add a hinge, you should expect that that's going to be a $1,000 plus device. Yeah. And so, you you know, people are going to panic. Oh, it's $1,000 and it only had the, the Snapdragon 765 and that's not good enough. And oh, I'm angry. Every single time. And we saw it again with the Pixel Fold. People saying yeah. like, oh, well, if Google can sell this for like $1,200, then it would be worth it for the monies. But... That was never going to happen because a hinge is stupid expensive to manufacture into even a to, phone. Even to this day, this, it's literally, the, when I look at a device like this, I know the most expensive piece in it. It's like right yeah. away. 
Um, the the materials they chose were pretty good. Were, I feel like they went with the right decision. I love the display that it is literally, you can conform it to be either uh, right above the camera uh, the camera module so it becomes more of a like a rectangle or you can make it just fit the entire back of the phone. Um, widgets, applications, all of the things that are that you normally expect there are there. Stereo speakers with Dolby, um, you know, and, and you're getting really good 4K60 on the front and the main primary sensors, and you're able to shoot in set 4K60 on the external display, which nice. surprisingly is something that I, I, I to this day we still don't even have on the Find N2 Flip, which I think um, Oppo <laughs> said that they're working on. Because it, it's supposed to be the camera that gives you the best experience. And I feel like 1080p, I understand maybe the most shared online, you know, TikTok and Reels and stuff. But people love producing or recording higher quality audio and video and producing it. Now, like I discovered today a function in uh, in DaVinci that I didn't even know existed. Voice focus. When I was uh, editing my, my audio from the from the clips that good, I got from it. it it's, not, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's not just good. It's crazy. If you listen to my to my video, the one that I did for both the regular and the plus, that audio was recorded on the mics from that, and I and it was nice. so much noise behind us because we were it was open windows and we had a lot of uh, like city noises and stuff. It took all of that out. It looked like I was basically running a boom mic and I was standing there and moving with a crew the whole time. It was just crazy. It was it was fun. It's, yeah, it's surprisingly good. It yeah. is crazy good. Crazy. Crazy. Good. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I'm running on so a high, I, man. I'm running on a high. The, no, the, I mean, yesterday I, and today I, have been like crazy. I totally I mean, believe it. Yeah. yeah. I, again, it's 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 the thing that we've been t- we've been talking about. Like, uh, I don't think anyone's under an, under any illusion that a company like Motorola that really doesn't do much. I mean, it's kind of garbage marketing for North America. They are they, not out there. Yeah, the they used to. Really trying they, to reach Back in the the, the, the droid and, and all of that back in the day, with Verizon used to also advertise for them as well. But yeah, it's been some time. But, but you know, we're under no illusion that a phone like this Moto Razr in one phone generation is now going to be one of the top-selling flip phones. And now Samsung's on notice. But if you want your Galaxy Z Flip to get better... And start including more features. Oh, there's your photo of Dex. Hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, Dez. Dez. I said Dex. <laughs> um, hold on. He's such a nerd. So, I love it. I know, I know. And then we were like, so, and then of course, we, you know, I abs- have to kind of like. Uh, we. I need everyone to lovingly hit Dez on his Twitter <laughs> handle and say, hey, what up, buddy? No, no, where's absolutely. your magenta? Uh, exactly. Where's yeah, your where's magenta, magenta motor razor? And then, um, <laughs> if, if you guys, if if you're familiar uh, with Kim Petras, if you're familiar with uh, with the artist, she was also at the launch event. So there was a little bit of a like a DJing kind of event kind of going on there. Oh, uh, nice. Oops, sorry, I know I'm like showing pictures on. So, and this was all, by the way, all my pictures that I'm sharing today are shot on a moto. They're shot on the Edge Plus 2023. So serious, like really good. Oh, yeah. Like the color balance, the color in there, and then. Uh, in Dez's picture, you get that little reflection of the building on the other side, because mm-hmm. <laughs> the reflect. And this was the black one, so he had that. This is the one he was holding, the black one. And I told him, "Where's your magenta, man? Your T-Mobile, right?" He's like, "Yeah." Yep. So he's he's cool, man. No, he's he's cool. Yeah, everyone goes there fun and say, time. "Hey, Juan and TK were wondering where is your magenta Moto Razor? Love yeah, Michael Peppertack. And... <laughs> I love Michael Peppertack. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely. Love Barry Johnson. It was. <laughs> it, it, it was a lot of lot of cool things, and like I said, for me, I've been 
I, I'll be on. I mean, I can say it now that I mean, I, we heard about this obviously since my my trip to Chicago not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, no hard. We didn't get a chance to see anything. It was just basically a, a two slides at the end of the entire presentation when we were talking, and it was nice. It was nice to see, and not nice to see that it actually not only materialized. It's going to be available for us very soon. Like hardware wise, you'll be able yeah. to pick it up not that long. Europe maybe sooner. So in case somebody wants to import one and be able to do a review without having any kind of requirement. Um, yeah, and I just realized my uh, my my battery died because <laughs> I didn't charge it. Oh, no. That's how we, just, do it. I, we just watched True Lies again, and there's that whole Patriasis, Patriasis moment. Oh, gee. I, yeah, no, I know. It, it is, it is. Well, I, I mean, it's, it's also, like, we, we should probably make this week's show a little shorter anyway just because, like, you're out on a different uh, time zone and uh, I don't want to keep you too late from all of the excitement and stuff. But um, it, it really yeah. is it, it really is exciting that we're still getting some competitive options. We're still getting features. We're still getting this kind of, uh, I, I think, spec-for-spec spec competition. And the pricing is always pretty interesting to me to see where Moto tries to play in a similar sandbox but sort of undercutting Apple and Samsung mm-hmm. for a lot of similar hardware. So I, I, I think this is this is a, this is going to be a, a good position for Motorola. I, I do hope. We'll see just a bit more proactive conversations from the Motorola team about things like longer. I don't even really care about operating system updates, but just sort of more engaged with uh, security patches and bug fixes and and that kind of thing. I I feel like there's a conversation that Motorola could be leading, especially for how they update a lot of their core services in apps through Google Play as opposed to OTAs. And instead, it just looks like they're ignoring their customers, but they're actually doing a better job than a lot of people understand. So um, yeah, and, and I want to I want to say if I remember correctly, three I think three four years of software and three software three OS updates, but I, I don't want to be quoted on that yet. I, I, yeah, I, and and four, I feel like that was software. from also the the forty the the regular slab mm-hmm. Moto forty Moto Edge forty whatever they're calling it now. Um, that 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 seems to be their track record. I, I feel where Motorola runs into trouble is you might only get a bi-monthly or a quarterly OTA, and everyone acts mm-hmm. like, oh, well, my phone's not getting supported, except for all of the app updates that I'm ignoring that are directly updating parts of the phone. Like when I got a massive update this week on my 2022 Moto Edge for Ready yeah. for. I didn't get that in an OTA. I didn't have to wait for a monthly or a bi-monthly OTA to get that update. There was something ready for Ready exactly. for. Motorola pushed it out to my phone. My phone got updated. I didn't even have to reboot. You know, like no. <laughs> that, that to me is, also, is a part of the conversation I, I where I Motorola feel software updates in, in software uh, Motorola software updates their system uh, runs much faster than what we typically get with like a Pixel. I feel like Pixels, like every time it gets a software update, it's like a twenty to thirty minute, if not more. Oh, Pixels for the install, are the worst. Even just the software. Yeah, yeah, like forever. But I yeah. mean, Pixels. Pixels. I, take I the realize how they, they update do that. Just... That that update partition, mm-hmm. but whatever they do to verify their updates takes insanely long to go app by app by app. So uh, yeah, that, that's definitely a pain point on on Pixels. It it is like I said. It's for me. It's it's just a refreshing part having having a third party player. I mean, we have one, we've had OnePlus, we've had Pixel, we have Samsung, obviously, and Apple. 
And that's pretty much rounding up all the players. And Moto has been basically jumping back into it. Um, we have what, like four devices. They just also there was uh, information that just kind of came out about the the Stylus 5G. They updated the Stylus 5G as well to 2023. So we have an update for almost their entire lineup already. With mm-hmm. the only thing that's missing realistically is we just don't know when the standard razor is coming out. And yeah. I, I hope it's not too long because if they are using just the 7 Gen 1, we don't want to wait till, you know, Qualcomm announces, you know, I, again, I'm not saying that they're going to wait till all the way till November or December. I'm just saying potentially, you know, waiting long enough that it may end up being where there'll be two generations and people may start yeah. questioning it. I think it, it's our job to help educate, but, um, you know, it's also going to be where you go into the or- store and you got to get that sales rep not saying, well, this is just if, a two-year-old processor. If, you know? if Motorola is able to come in with something really price disruptive, and this is our first, excuse me, if this is our first foldable screen of any kind that is yeah. within spitting distance of like a Pixel 7a, I don't think Sorry. it's going to be that. Oh, but, yeah. But let's say... They give us something that's good mid-range or fair. It's like nothing phone one territory mm-hmm. performance. And the premium for adding the hinge is not disastrous. Like That's what I'm hoping. It, I'm, it matters really a little less the... if it's two generations behind on that chip. But it's, it's a difficult conversation. And again, it's a difficult conversation for Motorola to get ahead of. Because everyone will always pan a non-Samsung or a non-Apple device if you look at the price and then you cherry-pick one thing that's better on a Sam Apple. For mm-hmm. for $1,000, it should have the bestest processor just like my Galaxy. Except it's a folding phone. It's a completely different conversation. Yeah. It's, this is not an oranges-to-oranges comparison. Oh, uh, my Samsung has a better camera. And you're like, that's a different conversation. You're... You're purposely looking at one data point and one price tier and saying that there's only one way to grade this phone so that you can make your brand the winner. Um, This is why I always feel like this was the death of LG. This is the difficulty of of Motorola. This is the, the troubling aspect of other smaller companies like TCL and Sony is there's a conversation vacuum around their products. Yeah. And that vacuum is going to get filled by people who don't like your products. <laughs> it, it's the ones, it's the one that like that, that that complain or the ones that are leaving those comments. No, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. And it's, I mean, a big part of where Motorola is right now is because LG is also not playing in the game. Because LG, when once LG left, Moto swept up a lot of that market share. Oh yeah, a lot of it that you know that could have been TCL. I mean, TCL did a decent. They're doing really, you know, they do pretty well, but. We can see that TCL's focus is in the U.S. market primarily. Moto is trying to throw everything at it. The Stylo got replaced with a G Stylus, and then we now have, we have two versions of it, a 4G and a 5G. Um, we have the Edge Plus 2023 substantially. I, I, I see. I, I still feel like this, the Edge Plus 2023, even though it lost the pen, which was a, a big for me, like, about like, oh, my God, why? But then they chopped off, a, a, you know, $100 on the price. Yeah. It, it's uncommon to see a company release a new version and you know try to actually you know if they had to take one thing that maybe was an optional accessory in the past now you know it still feels like a new new improved experience i mean it was incorrect because i really like the stylus on my moto edge but yeah i get it it's fine we got one uh got a a wild josh vergara in in the chat josh vergara who's that guy 
It's like, will the Razor Who's Plus that guy? be Was I hanging out with him for the last couple of days? Sharper yeah. than ever. <laughs> the question would be is, will it chop onions? Oh, what? Whoa, who did that? What was that from? Who was taking... Oh, the edge on this phone is so sharp and it hurts my hand and I can even use it to cut onions. Oh, I remember <laughs> that. Who was that? Oh, that's going to bug it's me. It's one of those things, it's one of those things I will say that the, the design changes that they went through were specifically and methodical. They think they did the right movement. They gave us the bigger display. They still give us a reasonable battery. I mean, 3800 is not the smallest, but when you think about what you're getting there with the with the processing power that you have in there, this is going to be even more compelling why the external display being a larger display makes it more functional. Like you said, that pocket watch experience, you don't yeah. have to open up the phone to do whatever you need. If you just want to do a jog, a quick reply for you know WhatsApp, your messaging, your Telegram, mm-hmm. whatever you need, you do it from there. You want to use voice, do it from there. You want to record video, do it from there. Um, you want to be able to open up maps, do it from there. I didn't get a chance to play games, but I wanted to test it out. I literally wanted to play PUBG on it just to see, can I play a match and can I win? Um, you know, just to kind of say, will it play Will it still, play Crisis? I don't it know. It still freaks me out the that. way that I, I play like twin stick shooters. Plastic screens are make me so nervous because I am like digging my thumbs into those displays yeah on, yeah it gets when you're getting titles. competitive yeah, yeah yeah no no and you're like pounding it you want to make sure you're not leaving a, a lasting impression on that display yeah because i, know. I, I feel i mean i know i know you're traveling you're out on location this is like big news motorola this is really exciting stuff but i feel like we buried the most important story of the week which is that uh one of the all-time best action combat games on on Android has had a very troubled and checkered uh, uh, relationship with... Oh, I, I've got the sound up, too. Has had a very troubled relationship with Android updates. And every major Android operating system update breaks this game, and the developers disappear for, like, a year and a half. And then they'll come back and update <laughs> this game to get it fixed right before the next version of Android comes out that's going to break the game again. I am, of course, talking about Implosion, Never Lose Hope. This is one of the all-time best Android action titles uh, that's ever Mm -hmm. been released for a phone. I mean, the graphics are still, like, top tier for a mobile game today. And it's not like a bunch of heavy microtransactions, but it just got updated again to finally fix compatibility with Android 13... So now would be your time to play this game if you ever <laughs> wanted to jump on Implosion. So uh, this is this is a, a really big deal. It's probably the most important tech story uh, that we could come up with this week. But Implosion, never lose hope. It's uh, it's working again. I, I can like move the little guy around. You can hack and slash and kill all those alien mutant guys. It's pretty great. I got to finish up my update on the uh, um, on on that controller, that gaming controller. I have it, and I haven't had a chance to. Oh, play the game, sir. I need. Yeah, yeah. I and I feel bad because I've had it since like almost CES. I got it like in February or something. Oh no, 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 no. I got it like I think it was like yeah, March, like early March. But it just I need to I need mm-hmm. to put some uh, some time into it. But yeah, I'm it's glad I'm glad the update came through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the fan I, is I, really uh, nice. Um, I, I was on the, all the, about the Android. Was really good. I was on All About Android years ago when they were still doing the App Arena, 
and that I pitched that game, and that game won my app arena for the week. It's 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 mm-hmm. uh, genuinely pretty great. I was on a, all about Android again this week, but they don't do the app arena anymore, so I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't. Uh, I saw you. No, no. I, I saw your tweet about that. Uh, it was, <laughs> it's uh, it's always it's always nice to be able to see the uh, the, the folks over there, uh, and it's it's one of those things you have to kind of really appreciate the team over there, um, the, the the continuation, the, the dedication that they've had, and they're all like super cool, super chill people. I love that. I had the opportunity to be on the show. Like it's been a couple of years now, actually. The the year. Oh no, wait, twenty twenty. No, yeah, it was just it's last been a while. Year. I mean, it's been a little while. No, no, was I mean, it last year? It hasn't, or was it it hasn't been years. You've, you've been I, I on more recently was than that. The, I, I want to say I saw them at, I saw them as showstoppers, and I was still with XDA at the time, and I think it's been that long. Yeah, I had so remember there was a couple of times that you 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 and I were talking about maybe you weren't going to be able to make it, and then you were able to make the show. So I never got on, but we talked about it. Oh, oh, that's a bummer. Um, so close, but no cigar. You know how we do. Yeah, I mean that was kind of interesting because the, the the show was talking. We we covered uh, the mob boy, so we talked about the, yes. the tick watch. Um, but but yeah, we yeah, were yeah. talking with Jason and Ron about tick watch, and then Jason finally got his hands on the OnePlus pad. So it's been interesting to see the OnePlus tablet start making it into more people's hands. Um, I'm I'm excited that yeah. For sure. After we got we, the, we got uh, it, and then like now we're a month into actual like software updates and stuff. So it's kind of interesting to see that strategy play out too. It it's really, I'm very happy that the community and that the reviews are coming in, and they're able to see the benefit, the true benefit of what the OnePlus Pad is doing, and what mm-hmm. it's able to do with a MediaTek processor in in this yeah. space, and how the price is reflecting not necessarily re, the price reflects how you think the price the performance is going to be. It's, it's just, actually pretty. It's legit, just a shame that it's got ones. that LCD, and I didn't know that they were making screens that bad still. So it would be worth <laughs> it if it had a good screen, but it doesn't, so it can't be worth it. I mean, my well, personal preference you know, is OLED, so it's it's obviously that they, the one, they needed an it's Achilles that, it's that heel. And I think the display wanted that's to make want. a bad product. See, yeah. that's how you know. Why didn't they just make a good product? If they wanted to make a good product, they would have made a good product, but they made a bad product. So, Mister One Plus, you get your act together and you make a good product next time. Because well, I'm not going to stand I, for these I, shenanigans. I will. I will walk over to the Mr. One Plus. Uh, I think offices. Yes, I think they're based that in you New do. York, if I'm not mistaken. And then I will drop <laughs> right, that message personally. Coast. Knock, knock, knock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Deliver a While little I'm letter. Both both hands in a bowing action. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I walk in like knock on the. I knock on the One Plus offices. Is like, hey, OLED, be OLED, anything with an OLED in it. No, make um, it gooder next time. They'd be like, who's this guy? Make it. Good. It's like what? what? No, um, the the one. Th- well, I will say also, I did get a chance to play a little bit with uh, a, P- a mini PC. Actually, that's something that you and I played before. But this is the first yeah. time I actually got a chance to test out uh, a Geekom type of uh, a PC. Oh, like a Nook. nice! That's right. I, I did see your video on that. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull yeah, up the your IT eleven so screen share it. Yeah, the it's it was a surprising little. I want to say a little beast, man. I mean, seriously, the 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 specs on when you look it's at it good, on paper. Right? It's really good. It. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna make it sound like I'm cheesy, but dude, it runs Doom. It runs Doom Eternal on a solid thirty to forty frames per second. I mean, it's obviously not gonna be like shattering into, but it runs Doom, 
It runs, um, uh, what's it called, Star Wars. It runs, um, I wanted, what was the other game I was playing? Oh, I played PUBG on it pretty decently. I almost won. I came in second. Um, uh, it, it just, to me, it's like the, that really very fun size. And I say that because it's literally very small. But built-in SSD, like sorry, um, an NVMe um, SSD, basically a terabyte mm-hmm. system, 32 gigs of RAM, an option to up, uh, upgrade to a 2.5-inch SSD all the way in there. Uh, low fan. Pr- I mean, it is. it does have fans, but it's basically uh, almost quiet 90% of the time. Um, seriously, you know, like it runs so nice and, and runs almost everything you connect it to. Uh, while we were traveling, uh, well, well, while I have Josh in the show, we were trying to hook it up to the TV in the hotel room on the last trip we were here a couple of weeks ago. Uh, when mm-hmm. we were here with Realme, and I couldn't find an HDMI, but I actually traveled with it. <laughs> I took that little thing because it's literally it's just a square, yeah. right? And you just need the power cable for it and an HDMI, and then you literally just and whatever Bluetooth and keyboard mouth that you have, it's like you could plug it into anything, and it suddenly becomes that your home PC with you. It's so yeah, nice. It's, it's so much fun. It's um, such a good clone of the little Nook form factor. Yeah, and I, absolutely. I've, I've gotten to play with a bunch of them now. And yeah, I know. That's what I was like. I was really excited. I finally got a chance to. I'll say, like, I tried the the Geekom. I was like, I'm finally part of the, uh, the bandwagon. You know, like, like they, the they keep impressing. And so the IT11 is that the is that the 11th gen Core i7? Yeah. So there's Core, two: the yeah. i7 and the i5. And the i7 is the 11th gen. Yeah. Um, they have a new IT12 that's coming out. That, that's already out. I think the uh, the IT11's been out for about a year. Um, yeah. But I'm glad that I was able to get it, you know, get a chance to play with it. There has been minor tweaks to the original version mm-hmm. that came out late last year, where Wi-Fi six is now uh, built in, fully functional inside, where they didn't oh, have that good. before. Yeah. So, and then uh, for me, <laughs> I, I was running it. I, I put it up on uh, a Vizio, like a 55 inch Vizio in my in my uh, in my bedroom, and it was just I laid back and then just got to enjoy, you know, playing. I you can play games, you can do whatever you want. Like seriously. And it has it comes with its own Visa mount plate as well as the screws, so that you can mount it behind your TV if you need to. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really easy way to turn any monitor into like an iMac. It's a solid and yes. It's oh so good. yeah, you know actually yeah, so, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does have that weird. Uh, it's suddenly like an all-in-one PC monitor mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. They just bolt it to the back of anything with a Visa mount. Um, the the one that I really want to check. I actually just sent them uh, an email, and I, I'm hoping they'll follow up. Is they they've just launched their their line of AMD, so they partnered oh. with ASUS with the AS series. So they've yes. got the IT series, which is Intel tech. Mm-hmm. Now the AS series is a is a joint AMD ASUS Geekom collaboration, yeah. and so they've got a sixty nine hundred, uh, a, a Ryzen sixty nine hundred in one of their boxes. Like I really need to play with that because now we're moving well beyond just like productivity and office and doing document work and i can watch a little video too i, I want to say the um are you are you playing prototype yeah i that's what i'm trying to say so i i la- i installed steam I and prototype. i bought prototype and prototype I'm 2 on the replaying steam deck. prototype 2 as right now yeah, um, no, I that's know. That's hilarious. I, 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 I ran. This oh, is what I'm trying to say. It. it was so exciting. I was so surprised on how. I mean, obviously, Prototype is an older, uh, older, older title, but the fact that it yeah. ran so smoothly, 
it ran very nicely again that's amazing. doom runs on it PUBG it. ran on it um you know it just it, it's it's literally like the 32 gig i felt like was the right sweet spot to do because i think there's some baser the the lower some of the lower end models will start with like 16 gigs but the proper mm-hmm. 32 especially if you're going to render and do some content creation um, sure. you're able to run premiere if you want to i chose to use CapCut because i felt like for for that experience of what it does, CapTarge is very much straightforward and it's a simple UI element. Very easy, very quick to get in. And you know mm-hmm. what? Surprisingly, the the Iris XE did pretty well. 1080p, yeah. 60 frames per second video. I shot like I, I it was a rough cut. Yeah, Obviously, uh, I wasn't like, trying to do heavy. Integrated graphics aren't as mockable as they used to be. Yeah. Because these little boxes are now roughly in the ballpark of like GTX 1050s, oh, which man. is. A, a considerable amount of performance, GPU yeah. performance, to add to your sort of compute projects like video rendering and stuff like that. So, it's uh, it's getting it, really good. It, it's it, beyond it's, because like I, yeah. I had one of their eighth gens and it could just keep up with some indie games. Like if you wanted mm-hmm. to play Dead Cells, totally fine. You'd have to tweak the graphics settings for like Tetris Effect because it would get a little choppy and you can't get choppy with tetris no um it's not graphically <laughs> intense but you, yeah. but you need the fluid frame rate yeah um now it is not an ex- it's not an extravagance to go two generations older on an intel chipset or last generation on an amd chipset and have well beyond emulation territory like, you get these boxes and you think, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to emulate, like, my favorite old classic 8- and 16-bit consoles. Like, great. Yes, it can do that. Yeah. Sure. But, like, being able to really kind of dive into reasonably good 30 to 40 frame per second 1080p gaming for, you know, two you know, like a generation and two-generation old AAA titles is perfectly performant, like... That is above and beyond what we should expect from a tiny little box that, like, fits in the palm of your hand. And and you can go all the way even up to, like, two terabytes of storage and then load it up, man. If you want to just put in everything internally. For me, I love the fact that it had USB 4 and it supports USB 3.2. So I was running my my 4 terabyte SSD, my Extreme uh, SanDisk one, and I just, I literally, I rendered, I edited, I did everything off of it. And it's just super, the I.O. on this is crazy good. And I love the fact that it also still, it has you know USB A and USB C because you can kind of break in a couple of mm-hmm. things. A built-in SD card, Kensington lock if you need to be able to put that in there. Seriously, uh, a very compelling solution from even if you want to use it like like you said, just to convert any TV, or if you want to use this as your your own personal desktop PC, it's actually yeah. very compelling in the price point that it comes, and it's upgradable. You can open it and you can swap out the RAM, swap out the drive, add more storage. It's it's the fun part, and um, it reminds me a little bit of the I forgot the name of the other brand that we worked with before, um, Azul, Azul, Azul mini PCs because they've done them as well. Um, but this is serious. Like we're talking i7 here. We're not talking like an i3 or you know uh, a Celeron. Uh, yeah, a Celeron <laughs> processor. No, we're talking fully fledged mobile laptop grade processor with the RAM and the storage. It just a different form factor, and yeah. it works. Yeah, you know, and it works. And, and yeah, and, again, an really 11th nice. gen Core i7 is it, that ain't nothing to sneeze at. So no. yeah, that was and that was a really fun right one to there. take a look at. And now I'm gonna have to be extremely undignified and then just start harassing the heck out of them because I really want to see what they can do with that with that AMD. I, um, I you you and me both with my like friend. a 6900 HX looks 
like a monster mini PC box. So yeah, no, no, I know <laughs> it's a crazy little thing. Um, but yeah, man, no, it, it's a lot of little um, little things that kind of came up. So that was kind of like how I started my week. And then, of course, um, what I wanted to give you a, a really quick. So I've been here since I left Tuesday morning, and I know today is not exactly very very late, but today is like Thursday afternoon, right? So. If you remember back in the old days with our earlier generation of the tick watch, because we both have our tick watches and we're using them, I and I, and I will say I haven't been doing any exercises while I'm here. I'm doing a lot of walking, so with most of it's basically just tracking fit, uh, walking t- mm-hmm. steps. I am still running with 48% battery, my friend. I will be back home tomorrow, and then I forgot the charger at home, and I was like, "Oh my god, this yeah. is not gonna! I can't, I can't have this happen. This is uh, gonna be weird." I believe no, what man. you meant to say. Totally. I, I believe what you meant was I purposely didn't pack my charger because I just didn't need to carry the ounces of weight of that extra cable because the battery life <laughs> is so is so sufficient on this watch. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly what I was trying to say. Uh, <laughs> totally not what I said, which was nailed. Uh, doofus forgot. No, I drop. also <laughs> of all the things I forget. So that was one thing I forgot, and the other thing I forgot was uh, my shaver. <laughs> so I haven't shaved for like a couple of days. You can't tell obviously because it's like all under, but um, sure. it's a little bit scratchy I under. <laughs> I, I know like, that I trim feel. Like, oh, that's getting gross. Uh, I gotta fix that. Yeah, like I just want to go get. It. I just want to. I want. I stopped. I saw so many barber shops on the way coming back from from the venue, and I'm like, do I have enough time? Will Juan kill me if I'm like five or ten minutes late because I show up and I'm like clean cut? <laughs> I was like, nah, I, I'm not gonna take my chances with Juan. I'll, I'll do. I'll do it when I get back to LA. Um, I'll be back hopefully everything uh, by tomorrow, roughly noonish. Um, nice. But yeah, it's 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 been a quick trip. Um, weather's been weird. <laughs> like it's nice here. We can see the sky. It looks like a proper, you know, summer day. Um, yeah, I think we're supposed but, uh, to be getting more yeah, rain next. LA is still not getting anything, huh? No, we're, LA's we, like, we, we went don't into want, we don't hardcore. Want we went from hardcore May gray into hardcore June gloom. So yeah. no, it's 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 still been pretty gross. But again, I think next week we're even supposed to get a little scattered showers again, and uh, <laughs> it's all good. Like, oh, Josh, you know, of, okay. You, you, you you don't have to worry about the chat, man. It's 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 lovely to have you in the room, and I have been reading. Dude. I'm taking notes on all of your tea recommendations in the chat. You guys chat tea. I, I, we are here to hang out. We are here for that. So no, don't dude, worry yeah, about no, like I, being being shy or feeling like you've got to be on topic with what we're we're talking about here. You guys you guys are doing it. You guys are having a great conversation. You guys hang. It's Dude, great. absolutely. Yeah, and I honestly, Josh, if if the room wasn't a mess, I would have just asked him to come up. Because <laughs> I was like, I think he's like a floor up or floor. We're all in the same place. He's he's hanging out, but uh, we're by, we're all back at the hotel and and trying to kind of trying to get our catch our breath from the last couple of days of just running. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these things are really really super quick turnaround. Like we get in, and the hands on experience is literally like right there, and then you're just jumping in and jump, going to the next thing, trying to finish off and doing a whole bunch of different things and then you stay up late because you know there's a lot of meetings and stuff so it's exciting to be you know hang out and i like i said i keep saying this but i really want to get you know josh juan and tk to go and do you know kind of events and hang out and and kick it old school style you know what i mean and it'll be fun i think it'll be fun. yeah we've been due we've been due just an in face like hey let's hang out I see Josh more. I, I've seen more of Josh in New York than I've ever seen Josh in LA. Let's say that. 
<laughs> that's, that's a kind of like every time we see we hang out josh and i were always like at, at, at like some far away places we always take these excursions because <laughs> la is too small or too big i guess uh, it is actually it's kind of weird like but you and i too we need to kind of set up a proper you know in person we haven't had one for a while mm-hmm. um tomorrow i'm oh tomorrow i'm dropping my first fat tire e-bike video nice. so that that was exciting yes that's gonna finally finished that one Oh man, so much yeah, fun. but like the weird, it's so, so much more comfortable and more, just more of a cruise. It's like a chiller vibe riding it, riding it. Yeah, it's Once like the difference used between to the, the, the... sort of a European saddle sport uh, motorcycle as opposed to an American chopper. Like, yeah, yeah. You, no, no. your entire it, center very... of balance is different. Your maneuvering is a lot slower. You can't take turns as sharp, but then you've got this big cushy ride that is so easy it's just so chill especially on all of the rough terrible roads and infrastructure around you know suburbs in los angeles um i i i probably should stick to a road bike but i can't give up my fat tire it's just too comfy it's 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 literally has it's become my favorite ride my my favorite bike out of all the ones i've reviewed and I, it took me a little bit of time to get this one together, but I love the fact that it's like it has its own little settings, but you're able to go all the way up to 28 miles an hour on this. Like it's legit speed with the motor that it has. Like you can pick up and go. <laughs> that, that's the level of craziness. Um, but it's easy. It's simple. It doesn't have, um, there's no app control. So there's, not, there's no external function. It's primarily all mm-hmm. on bike. It's very much a straightforward yeah. experience. But you'll, you'll get a chance to check it out tomorrow. It looks. It looks like a boss. It looks big. It's 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 that just like the I don't know how I say like it's all masculine. Let's just let's say yeah. that it speaks all men. Like I want to go it's out like and the, go for rides now. I, I'd be bolting on little turbos on four cylinders in Albuquerque, and then there'd be that one friend be like, "There's no replacement for displacement," and it's sort of the bicycle <laughs> version of that. It's like yeah. I need a Hemi in my bicycle. And that's what it, it kind it, of feels like. It does like. feel, it, it seriously, it, it's the most powerful one that I've ever uh, tested so far. And I've been lucky enough that the last few times, like, you know, we we, you know, we both had a chance to play with the Thunder 1. Um, mm-hmm. I had an e-scoot bike that came in. Um, I have another e- I have another scooter video that I can't unfortunately le- release yet because the it's not available or the, the hardware isn't available at the store. So the company is holding it up a little bit too in another few days or so. Um, but I've had the opportunity to play outdoors a little bit more this year and i'm happy about that it's fun yeah, it's, it's fun nice. to go out and have fun with toys yeah oh yeah oh yeah it's good times <laughs> so um we should probably just start kind of bringing this in so that you can get a little downtime in the hotel you can uh, we don't have to run this out to a two-hour stream i'm just gonna plug uh sony video out i got an external monitor uh, tour, so you could see all the yes, new features I saw that on external good. monitor mode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did republish the Ulanzi video tripod, and YouTube killed it again. So f <sighs> YouTube, and I'm not gonna play these stupid games with algorithm chasing or, oh, maybe I didn't make my yeah. thumbnail wacky enough. <sighs> so unfortunately, I mean, I reached out to the folks at Ulanzi and said, like, I can't even explain this. This is literally the worst performance I've ever had on a video since, like, coming back from Pocket Now and reviving my channel. Um, I don't know what it is. YouTube mm-hmm. hates 
tripod competition. I feel YouTube is in the pocket of big tripod and they won't let anyone else compete. And so they're wrecking the metrics on Ulanzi uh, video tripod videos. And uh, I feel like that's very upsetting. But the, uh, I, the cool thing is, yeah. is I'm getting really close. So like I said, on the Patreon is my thermal camera showdown. Um, just putting a whole bunch of phones up against each other, seeing which phones die first when you're just shooting continuous stretches of, of 4K video. And uh, I might be able to put this up on the Patreon soon while I'm working. This is actually going to be a sponsored video, but the Robo and Kala. So the Windows 11. Oh, the um, Robo and Kala. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you talked this about the is last the, uh, the Windows on ARM tablet. We we talked about it a little last week. Um, I think I'm going to get. To, I'm going to be able to do, even though it's a, a um, sponsored video. I think I'm going to be able to do a preview uh, of this maybe over the weekend uh, for the Patreon. And just like the Surface Pro 9 SQ3, I am very impressed with what Microsoft is doing with this software. Robo and Kala, mm-hmm. it was started by a former Xiaomi product head. So it's built oh, wow. okay. really well. The, the DNA of this feels very sort of Surface meets Xiaomi in, in the sort of in the features and, and the, uh, the accessories. And the entire bundle is still technically a sale, but I think Robo and Kala is going to be holding to this as the main price moving forward where keyboard, stylus, tablet, and screen protector is going to be $1,100. So if you were to match all of the specs on a Surface Pro 9, that would be a $2,100 tablet. And this is an 1100 tablet. Now, I'm no math genius, but if I'm doing the numbers right, that's roughly a difference of $1,000. So, I, that's pretty good. It's amazing what you're able to do <laughs> and what the combination is doing. And this one comes with, if I remember mistaken, you, you did mention is the hinge on the back actually very much close to what we got with the Surface Pro, uh, with the Surface uh, laptop so it's it, yeah. it's nice to see so that they're able to the, put it the, in that there are the little differences where like there's one screen technology win for the surface but then a screen technology win for the robo and kala the surface pro 9 obviously has all of the 5g connectivity this one does not have built-in 5g radios the surface pro mm-hmm. 9 has a slightly larger battery but the robo and kala has been getting better battery life um when you really well, kind of try and yeah, balance cause... how uh how that that that's supposed to perform i mean it's like neck and neck where every feature sort of has a pro and con Mm trade-off there's not like a clear winner both of them have upgradable storage so if 512 gig of built-in storage is too was that was that the little port you were talking about last time you pop that little port right out the back of the the tablet you do need a suction cup tool it's not a pin tool like on the surface Mm -hmm. so it's a little bit harder but you can pop it right off Dump in a, a terabyte SSD, upgrade it directly. There's no other ARM-based tablet except for the Surface that you can upgrade the internal storage. So they, they are aggressively looking at pricing, though. When the That's tablet cool. plus the keyboard plus the pen plus a screen protector is $1,100, that's $600 cheaper than a similar package with an iPad Pro. So, uh, like, this fight is getting really good. I, I know, like, we're going to get real excited about the next 
Snapdragon laptop chip. It, it's going to have custom cores. It's going to be even more powerful. This right here is the beginning where I don't feel you're suffering compromises. Like, the benefits of ARM's power management outweigh some of the software compromises on Windows. It's running Linux software great. It's running Android software great. It's running Windows apps relatively well. It'll definitely lose a sprint against a mm -hmm. Core i5, a new, like, 12th gen Core i5. But this thing has just been an absolute joy. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically just completely taken over what little laptop duties I still have around the house. Like, I reach <laughs> for this first above, like, my Surface or my Pixelbook or, uh, uh, or even sometimes my Ready 4 docs. So it's one I, of those I've been things, really happy with it. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward. So you said you're going to be putting that. Um, you're going to be putting it into the um, the Patreon so, initially, and then hopefully. So yeah, yeah, soon. yeah. This is the 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 main conversation we're having is really a look at Windows on ARM, and Rubble and Collar are sponsoring the video to talk about Windows on ARM. But I've kind of shoehorned in an implied Surface Pro comparison. I don't like turning those videos into comparisons, but it is such a brutal feature for feature for feature fight between I mean it's obvious Robo and Kala is looking at one specific manufacturer to compete against they're not competing against Apple they're competing against Microsoft the hardware is tactically built to go after a Surface Pro 9 SQ3 yeah. so they're sponsoring me for one thing specifically but I'm kind of using their video to talk about something else too. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to try and get that as a preview up over the weekend. And then uh, hopefully we'll get the final approvals or whatever the client side needs to talk about the video and put, push that out uh, sometime next week. Okay, good, good. I like it. it I think it's the, the it's a good conversation to, to show other options. But as we always say, you know, Microsoft always tries to do, you know, like flagship or basically, uh, you know, the, the lead the way. And Qualcomm is doing the same. Oh, yeah. We both enjoyed our ATX, our ATX oh, um, so processing. It's really good. I, it's really good. I mean, silly. I hope I, I too, do hope like, I do get a chance to check it out as well. So I'll hope maybe I may have to borrow it from you at some we, point if you if you well, if you're well, not using it. We're, we're gonna we're gonna chat. We're gonna maybe have a conversation about that. Um, we'll do, but we'll do. the uh, the the thing that gets really exciting is. Uh, you, know, you can look at Windows on ARM and you can say things like, oh, but it's not going to be as high performance for gaming. And when you're talking about really graphics, like I wouldn't pro play Prototype on this. It struggles with alien isolation. That's a game that has been ported to our phones that runs yeah. great at 30 frames per second. It runs a little chuggy on this Robo and Kala. But then you pick up like some of these really good indie games. And, and like a game like Dead Cells is maxing out the refresh rate of the screen on this and a game like Vampire Survivors never chugs compared to, like, my Steam Deck. Because mm -hmm. you get to the end of a run in Vampire Survivors, and the Steam Deck is crashing to, like, five frames per second. It's a slideshow if you really have all your weapons maxed out and you're getting swarms of enemies. It's like, I get it. I don't need to do anything because I'm completely untouchable. I'm, I'm basically invincible. Mm -hmm. But it, it doesn't look very good. And then you pick up this little Windows on ARM tablet, and it's... It's hanging in there. It's still giving me like 60 frames per second when everything is getting to that final end game. So it's just really funny how some of these things, like playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, yeah. kind of plays better on this tablet than on something mobile, like a, like a Steam Deck. Then you try and play like you know, Tomb Raider, and it plays like garbage. 
you're not getting 3D gaming out of this thing really to any great degree. Yeah. So the, the the conversation needs that little bit of nuance. Like someone says, it's not good for gaming. That's not it. It really depends on what games you play. And if you play these kinds of indie games, this thing is a monster. If you play really graphics-intense AAA titles, then, yeah, that's going to be a pain point. And I feel like we keep losing the thread on that where, yeah, it doesn't run DaVinci Resolve. DaVinci Resolve can't see the GPU in the Qualcomm SoC. But it can run uh, a whole bunch of uh, video editors on Linux. Mm -hmm. It runs GIMP on yeah. Linux I better than it can that. run GIMP on Windows. It, I got Audacity to work, so I had audio editing. Again, Linux is kind of saving <laughs> Windows on ARM. Sorry, I'm, I'm basically just repeating my okay. entire spiel right now. So no, no, for, it, it's just for sure, silly. for sure. And for, for that, if you guys haven't had a chance to, make sure you check out the, the links. We'll put the links for you guys in the description to Juan Carlos's, uh, uh, basically his Patreon, if you'd like to check it out ahead of when it's available to the public. Um, it's basically patreon.com forward slash some gadget guy. Very simple, very easy to find. You know, just look for the for the beautiful Juan Carlos Bagnell right there. Um, but yeah, no, I oh, mean, yeah. It, it's the, the week is coming to the end. We are at the beginning of June, June 1st. Welcome everybody to June. Um, I can't believe we're in June. Uh, May, for some reason, for me, for it, it kept like lingering. It's like it didn't didn't want to end, and it finally finished. And yeah, um, I'm leaving sunny New York, and I'll be back to cloudy LA <laughs> in uh, in the next 24 right. hours. Yeah, for me, the, the I think the, yeah the uh, the e bike review will be basically one of my, my last videos for this week, and I need to start basically kind of ramping up for next week, trying to figure out on the content uh, back home, work, and stuff like that. There's a lot of things kind of going on summer. Um, and you know, Omar's done with school. He just finished seventh grade. So it's like crazy. Aww, so yeah, buddy. it's, uh, yeah, we'll get a chance to spend some time this weekend and, uh, you know, celebrate with him as well. So yeah, man, life, life goes, man. Just, it's, right? I can't believe it. It's already middle of the year. Um, the main, the main thing I will probably say is if you haven't had a chance to check it out, uh, there'll be an audio version of the, uh, podcast coming up hopefully in the next day or so hopefully it sounds good i do apologize in advance for if you if you guys are oh, listening gonna, into the show sounding fine it's and gonna be great if you don't forget well don't please don't forget but definitely catch up with juan carlos on monday the sggqa will be back it was on a little bit of a vacation earlier this week for our holiday here in the u.s uh and of course everybody thank you very much for hanging out with us thank you at least for me thank you to motorola for allowing me to participate in this conversation to be part of it and um, to out of out of last month, literally, I've had a couple of opportunities to try great devices, and I hope I do get a chance to play with the Razer Edge, not the Razer Edge, the Razer Plus, um, or even the Razer <laughs> in the near future. And I'll bring, I'll definitely be bringing that coverage for you guys. Um, and if if Josh is still in the chat, dude, thank you very much for all your help. He's been a great help. Uh, I was working all day today. He's he, a he brought good me lunch, dude. man. He was he's absolutely one of the coolest guys he he was out to get lunch and i was like dude i'm, I'm in back-to-back -back meetings and stuff and he he actually brought me a good like th there's a really good falafel sandwich here so it was like great came in nice. came in a clutch so yeah with that being said thank you very much um hope you guys have a great rest of the day well obviously for you guys if it's early good friday and have a good rest of the weekend we'll see you next week back hopefully in studio or in person for another episode of the best of our week Juan, thank you very much for doing all of this stuff as well, for yeah, setting up everything, <laughs> keeping, us, keeping us afloat and keeping me legit. But, yeah, no take care. No worries. Yeah. Glad, glad you, could, you could jump in, and uh, we'll catch you all on the next one, folks. Absolutely, man.